Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel, according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Jesus said, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And you, are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his lifespan? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all of these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. The worry-free life, we all want it. We all talk about it and we all dream about it. Yes, that worry-free life. We even see visions of this worry-free life on television commercials where people are relaxing on that beach while drinking pina coladas and eating food, food upon food, as much food as they can get. But maybe your version of the worry-free life isn't life on the beach, a relaxing beach with food. Perhaps your vision And your version of the happy, worry-free life is having all of your bills paid with enough money in that checkbook to buy whatever you want or whatever you need. For some of you, your view of the worry-free life maybe is not food and maybe it is not money, but instead it is a clean bill of health. For you, the worry-free life is to be free from health problems, to be able to have the health to do what you want and to move around. Now, regardless of your version of the worry-free life, the fact remains we all want it. We all dream of it. We all say to ourselves this, if only it could happen. If only this could happen or if only that could happen, then, get this, I wouldn't have to worry. I would not have to worry. Worry, my friends, isn't it at the core of all of us? 
Isn't worry at the core of you and the core of me, that feeling of uneasiness? Keep in mind, though, that that anxious feeling, anxious feelings are not always bad. In the case of a tornado or a burning building, you should, yes, you should have anxiety. You should want to run to safety. This kind of anxiety is good and healthy. But what about that kind of worry that Jesus is talking about in our gospel reading from the gospel of Matthew that we just read? Well, the kind of worry that Jesus is talking about is the kind of worry that comes about when our thoughts, yes, our thoughts become divided. In other words, Jesus isn't talking about the anxiety that comes from a burning building or a tornado, but the kind of worry that comes about when our thoughts are fixated, get this, on a bunch of different things at the same time. For example, when our mind is grabbed into excessive thinking about drink and food while also at the same time thinking excessively about money and health. When this happens, well, we become overwhelmed. We become worried. Well, will I have enough to eat for tomorrow? Do I have enough money set aside right now for that new car or perhaps those new tires that I desperately need? And, you know, I hope at the same time those tests come back negative and I don't have cancer. As you can see, thinking about several things at the same time, it results in our mind being split into three or four or five different tracks. And when our mind and thoughts are divided and consumed with all of these things, we are mentally and sometimes physically, we are pulled apart in worry. When we fix our thoughts on food and shelter and money and cars and toys and pensions and health and friends and families and jobs and status and so forth, our minds are actually pulled apart. They're they're, they're stretched apart, which causes a great deal of worry. No wonder why it is so easy for the modern man to be paralyzed in this life with worry. Now, dear friends, we must shoot straight at this time. You see, we often want more money and more food and better health and more toys and all of these things because we covet. And as you know, as we both know, this is a sin. Coveting is breaking that ninth and that tenth commandment. However, there are often other times where we are trying to get more money or more food or better health or more toys or whatever it might be. We long to get these things with the purpose and the intent of trying to escape worry. It actually works like this. You see, we believe that if we have enough food or enough money, that we will no longer have to think about having enough food or enough money. We say to ourselves, if my pension is big enough, if my health is good enough, if I have a good enough job, then I won't have to think about these things and my mind perhaps can be at rest. It can be at peace. However, it simply does not work this way. Accumulating more money doesn't make one think less about money, but more often than not, it creates more worry about more money. 
And furthermore, more stuff does not give a person fewer things to think about, but often creates more things to indeed think about. Now, dear friends, I do not have to tell you that this kind of worry is bad for your health. And bluntly stated, my friends, we have to understand that it is sin. Now, that may be hard for us to hear, but it is indeed true. When our minds are consumed and fixated and divided and overwhelmed with all of these temporal things, we are acting as if our lives depend on us having control over all of these things when we simply cannot. Furthermore, excessive worry is a clear demonstration that we are nearsighted, that we forget that there is more to life than what is right before us. When our thoughts are divided and when we are fussing over all sorts of things in our lives, it is evidence that we are not resting in faith but have a kind of tunnel vision that only focuses on the things of this world apart from the one who created this world. However, it need not be this way. Yes, friends, it need not be this way. You see, do not worry about your life. Yes, you do not need to worry about your life and the things, these things that divide your mind. And the reason being, well, Jesus, he says so. He says this, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Indeed, my friends, this life is more than just food and The body itself is more than just clothing. That is to say, it is easy to become so distracted and fixated on all of the things in life that you can begin to believe that this life is all that there is. It is so very easy to become absorbed with concerns over food and clothing and status and money and the like when in reality you are only here in this life for a brief moment That brief moment until you are taken from this veil of tears unto Christ Jesus, your Lord. Baptized saints, there's a much bigger picture that you and I are a part of. That bigger picture is that your body and your soul will live forever with Christ. There is far more to your life than food that you put in your stomach. There is more to your outer appearance than the clothes that hang on your body. Food and clothing, they are only for this life. And your body and soul are worth, get this, so much more than food and clothing. So much more. Think of the birds of the air, Jesus says. He points to the birds. The birds in the air, they are free and they're unrestricted. They are not tied down or they're not paralyzed with worry, but almost act carelessly because they are in the care of God. And don't you, yes, don't each and every one of you count far more than the birds of the air? Do you not count more to God than the birds of the air? Yes, you do. You certainly do. When Jesus tells us not to worry about our life, though, we must keep in mind that he is not giving us an excuse to neglect our futures. Furthermore, when Jesus tells us not to worry about food and shelter and jobs and so forth, he is not giving us an excuse to quit our jobs, stain our pajamas, eat Cheetos, and watch reruns of Law and Order. Remember those birds? 
They do not worry. These birds, they do not worry. However, they still work. They still gather food for themselves. They still make their nests. They still fly away from predators. They still fly to trees during storms, and they still die. However, they do all of this without paralyzing worry. They do these things within the care of God. You see, when Jesus calls you not to worry, he's neither giving you an excuse for laziness, nor telling you to neglect your bodily needs. He's not telling you to throw money in the air, to be foolish with your money. And he certainly is not telling you to stuff those emotions of worry. But instead, Jesus is telling you to relax. Get this, he's telling you to relax, to take a deep breath. (sighs) Take a deep breath. He's telling you to stop looking to the chaos of this world that tries to divide you into a thousand pieces. He says, do not worry about your life because God the Father is the one who worries about your life and he is the one who ultimately cares for you. Dear baptized saints, the one who gave you your body surely must be able to supply for your bodily needs. The one who has given you life surely must be able to sustain you in this life. The one who overcame death surely must be able to overcome your death. The one who provides for the birds of the air is certainly able to provide for you. You are more precious to him than a thousand birds in the air. Baptized saints, live this life day by day. Yes, live this day day by day, this life day by day, always remembering that this life is temporal. Do not get worked up and divided over life's challenges, but stay calm in Christ, knowing that whatever comes to you, that the Lord is always with you in life and even in death through this veil of tears. Do not fear and do not worry when those dark days come to you, for they certainly will. The Lord will never leave you. He will never forsake you. His grace, his mercy, his peace, they are with you each and every day. He is with you today, tomorrow, and the next, for you are cemented to him in baptism, and he possesses you. Indeed, do not worry. You are more than food. You are more than clothes. You are more than the birds of the air. You are a Christian, the one that Jesus died for, and the one in whom Christ will come to take unto himself someday in glory. God be praised. You will not be forgotten. He claims you. You see, Christ is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. He's the beginning of your faith, the end of your life. He holds you in his care. Rest in Jesus. Indeed, rest in Christ. May your faith be strengthened this day, my friends, so that this faith may chase away worry. Worry being chased away by your assurance of being in Christ's care. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon 
from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The The Lord Lord bless and keep you. you.